and let me see, four, I believe. <laughs> uh, maybe it was 2005, actually. 2005. No, 2004. 2004. I'll get my years right. Uh, Larry, thanks very much for hopping on. How you been, man? I've been great. Thanks for having me. Good to hear from you. It's been a uh, while. Uh, yeah, it's been a bit. I appreciate it. So the Pirates got the first pick in the draft. I don't think you're going to tell me, but I got to ask, who are the Pirates taking uh, with their first pick? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Remains right. to be seen. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk generalities because we got this whole slotting thing. It's not generally like the NFL or the NBA where maybe the best player is taken or if we already have a quarterback, we'll take another player or trade back. How, how do teams work this new slotting system that's different than when, when you were drafted? Well, I think, uh, I think it involves a lot more strategy now, and I think each team is different, but it, it does bring in a unique twist to the draft with, with the pool that you have and the players on the board. And, and as you, as you select closer to the top of the draft, you have, obviously you have a lot more pool money, but it also affords teams, um, some different types of strategies where they can, they can, uh, you know, think about taking a player that they can get a little less more if they can keep a nice chunk to get another player that they think, um, has high value that may be on a table, um, later in the draft and a couple of rounds later. So it's definitely a, a, a more set of unique nuances, I think, now than even when I was, uh, when I was selected. You know, we had a, a, you know, the quote unquote slotting system, but I think those were just recommendations, uh, from the commissioner's office and you tried to stay within them. And, um, but it, but it's definitely passed. And, you know, when my, it was originally in the farm director role, you know, there was really no governor on it. And you could, you could spend a lot of money on a lot of different, you know, high school players that maybe you weren't able to get um, early in the draft, but you could just pay them and, and see. So uh, it's definitely created uh, a new set of strategies. There's a lot of people think about it um, on how you can maximize the output of each draft. All right, so let's talk about what we got going here because there's a couple of big-time high school players, and obviously here locally in, in, ish in, in Louisiana with Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz, highly touted college players. How do organizations uh, determine what direction they're going to go? We're going to take the money out of it to begin with. All right, just well, obviously that's a big part of it, but let's take it out. When, when, and how do teams go about deciding? All right, here's our high school guys, and here are our college guys, and and you would know this, you're right. The, the, High school guys are a little bit higher risk. They may have higher ceiling, uh, but we kind of have an idea a little bit more of what the college guys are going to do. And yet, you know, it's all a crapshoot when you get to the pros. We know that as well. So how do teams go about deciding, you know, let's go high school or let's go college? No, I think every everybody's different, you know. And looking back, uh, there's there's been a slew of 1-1 picks that are, you know, different profiles of college pitchers, of college hitters, of college catchers. You know, high school center fielders. You know, I think, I think each draft, and and you know, I, I was never the pro scouting director. You know, spent a lot of time with with our current director, and uh, he's been there for a long time, Joe Delafari, and hearing him talk about it, and and our senior scouting group. Um, just you know, what is the strategy, and and they'll always say each draft is different. You know, it depends on what the board gives you, and you you know, the the old lines take the best players available because um, you want you want the most impact for your org. There's different strategies now where, where to your point earlier of, of thinking about more, <clears throat> excuse me, thinking about more, you know, the collection of, of players and impact that you can get across the full draft um, with, with what's available. But, 
you know, different players use more model based. I think everybody uses some sort of model now, but different different um, organizations, you know, think about it differently. And so that's always a fun time each year to to see who's got the number one pick and and how they think about it. You know, even the top five picks and how, where they want to go and what kind of risk they want to take versus the upside that's available and, you know, where they're at in their winning window. And if, if there's, you know, players that are going to help them win faster, you know, it's, it's very, it's very unique. Talking to uh, Larry Broadway from the Pittsburgh Pirates professional evaluation team leader. All right. So then when does it get to, you know, we already got our shortstop and, you know, he's about to sign another contract. So we're kind of good there. Say the top guy is a shortstop. How do you, how do you evaluate that? Uh, when you have maybe the best players up top and you would kind of already have that position filled. Either that or maybe, you know, the the guy you drafted three years ago is ready to take over uh, a spot that the, you know, next draft is the top player. How does how does that become part of the evaluation? Well, I think you mentioned it, I don't know if it was when we started recording it before, but just the difference between, you know, the NBA, the NFL, and, and Major League Baseball, you know, where, where that um, might come into play a little more. I don't think it comes into play as, or at least in my experience, we haven't talked about it as much uh, because there is a path where you, that you have to get through to get to major leagues. And, um, you know, for example, shortstops, you know, you can never have too many of them. Um, right. Those guys can play different positions historically. They can move. Um, you know, you get landlocked at a first, if you're going first base route, you typically probably don't have a guy there for the next 10 years. But, you know, when you're talking shortstops, you're talking catchers, you can have enough. You're talking center fielders, middle of the diamond players. Those players have a tendency to be able to move to the corners easier if the bat's going to play. And so, um, you know, I think I think collecting the best talent in the pre-positions as much as possible, and obviously you never have enough pitching, right? So sure. I think it, you're just you're trying to get that much major league impact as you can. Um, and then you figure out when they're going to play, where they're going to play when they get there. Um, and, you know, they may not wind up playing for you. They may turn into some other um, major league players that are going to help you win and, and they get traded. That's just the reality of it. Um, we've seen that happen uh, over the history. But um, I, th- I think in baseball, you know, the more times than not, you see them trying to select organizations, trying to select the best who they feel are the best players available that, that are going to have the most major league value. And, you know, time tells where they, when they get there, where they're playing and, and who they're playing for. Talking to Larry Broadway from the Pittsburgh Pirates, a great example of that recently here locally, obviously Alex Bregman, you know, all American shortstop, but he's playing third base because when he got drafted and when he got called up, a guy named Carlos Correa was playing short. So they moved Bregman to third and he's been there. Uh, ever since. We're talking to Larry Broadway from the Pittsburgh Pirates on a fired up Friday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat, Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton. Uh, before we continue with the draft talk, what is a professional evaluation team leader? <laughs> it can be a confusing title. I mean, <laughs> in a uh, simple form, we're part of the uh, pro scouting, pro evaluation team, and we kind of help uh, um, support our, our scouts and so I like, I have a, I have a pot of, of, uh, of people in my group and we spend the most time together and it's made up of scouts and analysts. And uh, it's just, it's an easier way to get a smaller group together, supporting each other and sharing ideas and trying to help each other grow and, and do the best we can at evaluating sets of players that can help our, our major league team, our organization get better to, to accomplish our goals. So, um, it's, it's really, uh, 
you know, think about like the amateur scouting side, you you typically got area area scouts, area supervisors that um, are um, more they ha- they own kind of their region, right? Um, and then there's usually a regional supervisor who's got a, a three or four scouts. He's kind of looking over, and he kind of owns that region. It's it's a similar type style as as that on the amateur side. And where are you? Where are you in this today? I am in Appleton, Wisconsin. Mm. So in the beautiful the Midwest in the summer. Been there, done that. There was a let's say no field all hit first baseman. Uh, at the time, back in 1996, his name was David Arias. Uh, some things changed. He got a little bit older, uh, and he changed his name to David Ortiz, and I guess the rest, as they say, is history. So I got to see him play as in Class A. How about that? Nice. Nice. That's, uh, that's a blast from the past, and, and a lot of blast came out of that bat. It, it really did. Uh, our guy, our manager, Roy Silver, loved him from the get-go. He had a little stance, stance at the time, like Mo Vaughn, maybe War 42 as well. Uh, all right, so we're talking with uh, Larry Broadway from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, one of the things that I've been stressing is, you know, when you get to the when you get to professional you, professional baseball, you have no idea. A lot of these guys from LSU had really good years and are struggling to hit 250, and a lot of them are not playing anymore. What is and, and I know everyone's got a different timetable, but what is it generally when you're looking at a high school kid versus a cop kid when they're taken in the first round? What was the timetable that you guys generally liked? You know, generally speaking, not specific because, you know, they're the Dwight Goodens of the world. And then there are the Alex Bregmans and the Airplas of the world uh, that can move up really quickly. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the easy, easy way out of this is that everybody's different. Um, and, it, and I think going to the front end, it's, it's the connection with the scouting department and the front office and the player development department um, with whatever – you know, the expectations coming in, you, do you feel like this is a more polished player that needs to move fast? And where do you start him? Do you start him in high A and, and get him moving? And do you feel like it quickly? Uh, you know, is it is it a high upside college player that, that is more project? But, you know, there's some things to work on, but you, you're betting on big upside. You know, those guys may take a little longer. You've got some things you want to tweak in the swing or some pitch arsenal stuff. And, you know, pitchers, you, you're typically a lot of times thinking about how you're going to build up their um, you know, professional routine uh, and logging innings, and if they're a starter, you know, get into a five-day routine versus seven in college. So, I think I think a lot of things uh, play into it. Um, you know, you want, in general, you want to keep them moving, keep them challenged um, at a level where you know are going to have a reasonable amount of success, but all success, but also be challenged to to adapt to the speed of the game, adapt to. Um, players that are older, more experienced that can game plan differently and uh, move them through um, as quickly as possible without jeopardizing development, which is a really uh, fine uh, razor to walk on. It's another thing, Larry, right? They want the baseball teams, the organizations actually want you to fail in the minor leagues somewhere so you don't put in the, in the in the spotlight of the big leagues. Yeah, there's definitely something to that, being able to navigate through struggles, figure out how to get yourself out of a slump, figure out how to, you know, pitch approach and uh, pitch design, how it works against uh, upper-level hitters, guys who've been around longer. Um, there's there's definitely something to being at a level where you're a little uncomfortable and you start to learn some more nuances to the game, refining your skills, um, so that when you get to the major league level, you know, this game is, you know, adapt or die, adjust or die. And so learning how to be put into those adjustments 
um, as fast and as uh, safe is the right word, but a way where they're going to struggle to feel like they're at a point where they're going to be able to, they're enough to be able to get out of it, or they're skilled enough to be able to, or talented enough to be able to get out of it. That's the key. Uh, you don't want to move guys to where it's going to be a struggle, but they may fall in the face and they won't be able to get out of it because that, that can back up the development timeline as well. So, um, yeah, it definitely takes a lot of people uh, talking about it, a lot of people looking at either data, uh, scouts, um, talking with the coach staffs, you know, really trying to make the best decision possible for the player and, and uh, the organization. He's Larry Brock with the Pittsburgh Pirates, professional evaluation team leader, part of that of the 2004 Harrisburg Senators. Don't look up that record, anybody, because <laughs> not that impressive. If not for a 10-game winning streak in August, it may have set a record for losses. Although not because of Larry, obviously. Also, just to let you know, I saw, I, while in the Midwest League, I saw someone play for Bradley, a uh, big rivalry with Illinois State, uh, Anthony Parker, who just became the general manager of the Orlando Magic. So I hope you take my phone call when you become a Major League GM. <laughs> Love to take your phone call. It's good That's to hear outstanding. From you. That's outstanding. He is Larry Broadway with the Priors. Thanks for hopping on Sports Chat 103.3 The Goat. Best of luck with it, Larry. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks to Larry Broadway for uh, hopping on. Uh, that was appreciated. Sorry for the the quality there. You can turn that up. There you go. Uh, I don't know. That seems to get worse as the uh, as the uh, interview went on. Uh, but yeah, we played first base. I guess that was my last year of ball. Did mm. he get to the big leagues? He playing the big leagues. So I'll give you an example of somebody. Somebody was on that team, and he was a highly rated uh, pitcher, a lefty, Mike Hinckley. But he was a little bit slight, and they rushed him to the bigs. He wasn't quite ready. Mm. And he never made it back. Let's see if Broadway ever made it to the big leagues. Played. No, I guess not. He never made it to the big leagues. See what he do at age 22 in Harrisburg. That's not right. Uh, 04 in Harrisburg. All right, that's right. 131 games out of like 144, 142. 22 bombs, 72 runs batted in, hit 270. Okay. It was a bad baseball team. Yeah. We had a good second base, good first baseman, good second baseman, good, really good second baseman, really good shortstop. That may have been about it. And Hinkley was good. We had this kid, Andrew Stevenson. He had like a four and a half ERA. Couldn't catch a break. Jeez. Could not catch a break. So that's the problem with playing people too early. Well, in this case, in this case, you don't want to look at someone's win-loss record in the in the minors. Gotcha. Right? You can't, you gotta have to evaluate it, you know. That ERA and the whip is gonna be much more important because, you know, if he got a little bit of run support, he would have had much more wins. But he could not buy a win. You know, he would he would, you know. He'd give up four runs if they scored three. He'd give up five runs if they scored four. Okay. He could not, just couldn't get that run potential. And, and a couple of times in there, he'd give up like, you know, two or three runs. And then the team just just could not win. It was a bad, it was a, the worst baseball team that I broadcasted. Jeez. The, and the thing is, they're used to winning. Okay. Right? Like Harrisburg one year, or they won like four straight championships. And that's unheard of. Uh, Milton Bradley uh, hit a... Game had a championship series game winning grand slam at one point in time. So they are used to it. I mean, uh, all those guys went through there. Vlad Guerrero, um, oh, Jose Vidro. Okay, so that, that's the premier. This, this is a low this was a loaded franchise forever. And they're well aware that things change on a regular basis. But uh we did we 
the team that year just was not uh, very good at all. All right. So I do appreciate Larry for coming on, kind of explaining some of the nuances and things that I've been saying that they actually want you to fail, but they want you to be able to get out of it. So you, you can think learn that's it. a problem like that. The teams want you to fail, but they want you to fail in the minor leagues. Okay. Okay. Because they want you to go through that slump yeah, so and be can... able to come out. Like what he said was they don't want you to put you in a, in a spot too hard. Mm-hmm. So if you do start to fail, you can't come out of it. All right. Is that because in the pros that you're going to hit a slump no matter what? And it's about yes. how you come out of it? Okay. Yes. Gotcha. It's about being able to gotcha, rebound. Gotcha, Rick Ankiel gotcha. never did. Now he ends up being an all-star outfielder. Who saw yeah. that coming? Right? He became an all-star outfielder. Uh, but you want to be able to to be able to overcome the slump because it is baseball. Right? Gotcha. I mean, I told you about... In, in, you know, uh, we're talking with Lin- Lindsey Crosby, Spencer Torkelson, right? Uh, can't can't hit. It's a big time prospect. Can't hit. Mm-hmm. Two fifty. So let's take a timeout. Basically, it is there is no for sure thing when it comes to baseball. Gotcha. These other sports are much easier to than that. Yeah. Project than baseball. You just have no idea. It is much more. It's much more of a mental strain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and physically taxing than the other sports. Not as physically bruising. But right? taxing because it's schedule. every day. Yeah. It's every day. That's the only problem. All right, back after this. Dave Schultz, Lynn Burton on a fired up Friday afternoon. Sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. What still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. For over a century, local broadcasting has evolved with the needs of the community. We move past the stigmas of opinion journalism and bring the most relevant news online, on air, and on the go. You have trusted us with your news, sports, weather, and entertainment. Trust us to keep moving with you. Text RADIO to 52886 and tell Congress local broadcasting is here to stay. Here's another tip from Terrio Family Dental. Cavities, also known as caries or tooth decay, are the most common chronic disease of childhood in the United States. Untreated cavities can cause pain and infections that may lead to problems with eating, speaking, playing, and learning. Children who have poor oral health often miss more school and receive lower grades than children who don't. The good news is that cavities are preventable. Make sure your children keep their scheduled visits to their dentist. For more tips and advice from Terrio Family Dental, log on to this Town Square Media radio station's website. The caring and friendly staff at Terrio Family Dental can provide complete dental care for your entire family. They offer a large range of services for children and adults, including tooth-colored fillings, crowns, dentures, bridges, teeth whitening, ceramic braces, and Invisalign. And for those who may have some dental fears, Terrio Dental offers sedation dentistry. As always, new patients are welcome. See them at 121 Rue Louis XIV off College Saloon or in their new location, 329 Iberia Street, Youngsville, or visit LafayetteLADentist.com. Dan Hicks with Paul A. Zinger welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic and Zing. She has been absolutely tremendous today, but it all comes down 
to this shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two mile an hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. It looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. It looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad spectrum sunscreen. And a generous amount, too. Incredible. That was a masterful performance. That was pretty good, too. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The Goat. <laughs> UNLV's practice gym? What is this? <laughs> this isn't even in the Thomas Mack Center. <laughs> Summer League has gone through so many different changes, man. I remember you talked about it earlier off air, at least with me. I remember it was in, in Orlando and in uh, right. the Thomas Mack Center. Right. I think it is in the UL, in UL, UNLV gym of some sort. Maybe they're in an intramurals gym, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, where the, where I mean, we used to play basketball in college, right? You have yeah. like three, you have a huge gym. Well, I guess that's like the bourgeois center for UL, and and you have you know a bunch of half, yeah, you mm -hmm. know, you got like four baskets lining each end. Yeah, that's the that's the bourgeois center for yeah. UL. Okay, you just, just going half court. Yeah, yeah. no, I got you. Two six nine one zero seven seven two six nine one zero seven seven. Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton. We do. Let's see here. Um, Jordan Hawkins had a little bit of a tweak of his right knee, but he's he came back, back in, the in the game. Yeah, He's got 16 points on 6 of 14 shooting, 3 of 10 from 3, so he's not shy. Uh, he, he pull it, man. Not, you, you, uh, I like the confidence. Dyson Daniels, 6 of 13, but 0 of 3 from 3. The, the 0 so 3 between, the between, between those three, between those two, that's 3 of 13. Mm -hmm. Not great, Bob. But he does have 18 points. Uh, Frank Bartley, the fourth, uh, 16 minutes, 2 of 5. From the floor, two of four from three. So he made a couple of threes. Five rebounds, all defensively. Three assists, three steals. Does have three turnovers. But you do like to see the three steals and the five rebounds. Yeah, he played good. So it's going to be tough for him, you know, playing in that 16-minute spot, 16 to 20-minute spot to have a huge effect on the game. Let's see if he's coming in to, to finish it up. There's only... A couple of minutes left. This has gone from a, a four-point game to a nine-point game. They had the lead at one point. They had the lead. Yeah. So who went out? B Bartley, honestly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bartley and Dyson did go out, though. And, right. and when Dyson went out, it, it um, this, the Minnesota kind of took the lead. All right. Again, the winning is not. Yeah, it's not important. It's, it's not that playing. important, unless, of course, you know, Lyndon is, you know, hitting up the fan duel <laughs> on a summer league game. No, no, I don't even hit the fan duel in the regular season games. When, when you when you're betting summer league basketball, you might have. There's some a people gambling. who are doing it. There's not some people. There's a bunch of people <laughs> doing it. 
because someone I, I'm not gonna say any name, but a media person tweeted, uh, "I love my over." <laughs> Anytime Alvin an Alvin Gentry led team talking about Minnesota, right? <laughs> he's, he's like, "I took the over," and he's right. He, he got it. Is he coaching on Minnesota? Yeah, he's with uh, Chris Finch. <laughs> um, so that's gotta be that's gotta be New Orleans media member. <laughs> Stop it, Dave. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was one of two. All right. You're either talking Sharif no. or Fletcher. No, neither of those no two. No kidding. Yeah, neither of oh, those two. All right. Yeah, facts. I can say that confidently. Okay. Neither of all those right. two. <laughs> Interesting. All right. He's going to go look to see who it is. No, it doesn't matter. All right. But what, why? what was it? What was the over under? I don't, I don't know. I didn't look. So how do you know he hit it? He said he did. Oh, he said he did. Yeah, oh, okay. He said he All right. Did. All right. Well, that guy just took four steps with no travel call. It's summer league. They don't have. No. <laughs> you can't yeah. fall out. Yeah. Like, there's so much you can do. <laughs> it is 102.88. They've gone on like a. Yeah, it's over. 10 nothing run. No. It's summer league, though. You're just looking to see right. if guys improve. And Dyson Daniels played well on defense. He showed some things I want to see. But the three point shot, like you said, that's something we're going to have to. See as he progresses through the summer league. Right. And all these guys are trying. It's, it's, you know, I limited it to the NBA, but it's not even limited to that. You know, mm-hmm. this is an opportunity uh, to, to make a better spot in Europe yep. or wherever, right? Wherever you can. So, yeah. you know, these guys can make a ton of money. The women go to Russia. I don't think anybody's doing that anymore. Oh, yeah, it's done. But, um, you know, you can absolutely. You know, go go from making, like you said, $40,000 in the G League to making a quarter of a million dollars, 300000 Life change. I wonder what Bryce is making. Bryce Washington plays in Israel. Oh, I wonder. He's been there for since he's left. Yeah, I wonder what he's making. And he's been staying there, too. Also, speaking of the, the WNBA going to uh, Russia, I believe it was put out the other day. I'm just trying to double check. I don't want to say the wrong person, but it is Brianna Stewart. So Brianna Stewart... Nafisa Collier are launching a new women's professional basketball three-on-three league so women in the offseason in the WNBA don't have to go to overseas to play. And they can make money. I'm just saying. I support, I'm, I'm giving, them a, giving them a little shout. What did they say that again? Brianna Stewart and Nafisa Collier yeah. are starting a USA-based um, three-on-three women's basketball league in the off season of the WNBA right. so women don't have to go overseas to play and they can make money here. Okay. Shout out to Brianna Stewart, man. It's a great idea. Yeah. It ain't her money. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's, it's someone else's It's money. their partners. Yeah. It's their idea. Mm-hmm. All right. And we'll see if that works. True. I mean, Ice Cube's thing's still going strong. Is the it? Big, the big three, yeah. He was complaining the other day that ESPN won't air his stuff. He said he's getting So it's not going that strong. Well, he's on uh he's on CBS. Okay. He was. Let me see where CBS it's at. or CBS Network. Oh, that's a good point. I mean CBS Sports Network. Let's see the big three. Let's see where it's being aired this year. Hmm. I think you're right. I think it was CBS Network. Yeah. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. But when was the last time you watched that? Been a minute. Been a minute. Yeah. Been a minute. I think I maybe watched it at one time. It's fun. I don't know how much money they're making. True. Let's see where it's going to be broadcast this year. Uh, yeah, well, it's saying it's going to be on, this thing says CBS on their website. Okay. It doesn't say CBS Sports Network. Okay. So, all right. That's pretty, that's pretty big for them. 
It would be. Yeah. When is it? Um, game Isn't one. Isn't it coming up? Yeah, it's about to start. It's about to start. Um, why is it not giving me a date on their website? All right, while well, you look for that, let's take a time out. Back after this, Dave Schultz, Lynn and Burton. 30 more minutes to go on a Fired Up Friday afternoon sports chat. 103.3, the go. Download the free 103.3, the goat app now. You've got mail and the very latest sports news now. Did he say what I think he said? 103.3, the goat. Hi, this is Nikki Prather, Acadiana Market President for Capital One Bank. Speaking for the entire Capital One team, we're proud to support Town Square Media as the flagship home of the Raging Cajun Sports Network. We applaud the hard work and commitment of the players, coaches, faculty, staff, and of course the fans who contribute to the excitement and tradition of success that is Louisiana Athletics. We wish the teams good luck through the season. It is Capital One's great pleasure to say, Go Raging Cajuns! Capital One Bank N.A. Member FDIC. The Dell Technologies Black Friday in July event has arrived with limited quantity deals on top tech to power any passion. Save on select XPS PCs and more powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Plus, get savings on select monitors and accessories, free shipping, and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Save today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Offered to U.S. residents by WebBank, who determines qualifications for and terms of credit. The all-new Nissan Aria is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style mm. and power. Up to 389 horses of it. Innovation and intelligence. E-Force all-wheel drive. It'll pin you to your seat. Your very plush seat. The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in sport mode with E-Step off. These results are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details. Sounds like it's back to school time. And Staples has great prices on everything you need for school. Save on markers and crayons. Save on notebooks and folders. And right now at Staples, save big on tech. With up to $250 off select computers. Staples, where savings for school are always in session. N729, in-store only. See associate for details. DQ presents... Picture this. You're getting together with all your best friends. Now picture all your best friends are actually the delicious ingredients of the new cake batter cookie dough blizzard. That's DQ soft serve, cake batter flavor, confetti cookie dough pieces, and DQ signature sprinkles. Oh, hey, it sounds like you got some pretty sweet friends. And that's worth queuing the confetti. Cookie dough! <laughs> the flavor party isn't going to last forever, so hurry in and get your cake batter fix today. Only a DQ. Happy tastes good. This is how we do every day. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Mess with the goat. <laughs> You'll get the horns, then the butt. Because <laughs> that's what goats do. 1033, the goat.
Dave Schultz, Lynn Burton, got some uh, news and notes uh, going on. First, we didn't talk about this. This happened, I think, maybe after the show. Maybe it was during the show. Mark Ingram joining. Oh, yeah. We talked about it yesterday on the show. We talked about it off air during the show. Okay. So we had to write about it. (laughs) Yeah. So Mark Ingram has joined uh, the big noon kickoff. Replace Reggie Bush. Replacing Reggie Bush. So one Heisman Trophy winner replacing the other. Although one of them has it, the other doesn't. Yeah. Uh, one of them should He's the all-time it. leading rusher for the time being. Uh, that record will be broken maybe this year by Kamara or next year. He also leads the team in touchdowns. I didn't know that. Uh, although it probably didn't live up to expectations being the high draft pick and the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Still had a solid career. Not he, spectacular, he but solid. solid for the Saints. Solid, solid yeah. for a few years. Not spectacular, but but solid. All right. Um let's see, other news and notes. Matthew Wolf was on the live tour, Brooks Kepka said he he quit on the team. Now Matthew Wolf, according to ESPN, was accused of uh, live golf teammate Brooks Kepka of quitting on the course. Says it's heartbreaking that the captain Brooks Kepka would criticize him amidst Wolf mental health challenges on and off the golf course. Earlier this week, Kepka told Sports Illustrated that he has basically given up on Wolf, who has finished out of the top thirty against forty-eight man fields in the past five tournaments, past five events including a withdrawal before the final round outside of Washington last month. I mean, when you quit on your round, you give up and stuff like that. That's not competing. I'm not a big fan of that. You don't work hard. It's very tough. It's very tough to even have like a team dynamic when you got one guy that won't work. One guy's not going to give any effort. He's going to quit on the course, break clubs, gets down, bad batting language. It's very tough. All right. Wolf, who's 25th in the point standings entering live golf event outside of London this week, responded on Friday. In the statement of Sports Illustrated saying it was beyond disappointing to read Kepka's criticism. To hear through the media that our team leader has given up on me is heartbreaking. It's not what a team member looks to hear from its leader. And I think we all know those comments should have been handled much differently. But I'm moving forward. Won't ever give up on myself. While on course, results may not appear now to be a positive indicator. I'm trying to win even bigger, uh, to win an even bigger game with my life. Hmm, that sounds more serious than I thought it was going to be. Goodness gracious. Bernie Miller just did. Jay Monahan announced he's returning to work. What's happened? Uh, Jay Monahan announces he's returning to work. Oh, that's the, the Jay. Okay, the uh, yeah, the the guy, the head of the PGA. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So maybe that was not cancer, but mm. maybe some sort of something panic attack or heart attack. All right, all right. So we'll hear from him. I'm sure, uh, relatively uh, shortly. Then there's another story. I don't know if you saw this today. Pat Fitzgerald, the head coach of Northwestern, suspended two weeks without pay. So that's one paycheck. Northwestern is implementing several measures to curb hazing within his football program, including a two-week suspension of coach Pat Fitzgerald after an investigation found evidence to support a claim of problematic conduct. Fitzgerald, a Wildcats coach since 2006, will begin the unpaid suspension Friday. Northwestern is not set to start preseason practice until early August. 
Other measures include no more off-campus practices in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where the team held preseason training for years and the monitoring of the football locker room by someone who doesn't report to Fitzgerald or his staff. Mm, that's not good. Fitzgerald said in a statement that he was very disappointed, to, uh, very disappointed to learn of the hazing allegations. Northwestern football, quote, Northwestern football prides itself on producing not just athletes, but fine young men with character benefiting the program and our university. We hold our student athletes and our program to the highest standards. We will continue to work to exceed those standards moving forward. Mm. The university commissioned investigation launched in January found that one claim from an anonymous whistleblower was supported, even though player accounts varied and there was not sufficient evidence that coaches knew about the conduct. According to the executive summary, the hazing incidents occurred in the team locker room and possibly started at Camp Kenosha, where Northwestern had spent about a week of preseason until 2020. I think one of the things that was the coaches may or may not have known but should have known is what the report basically said. Okay. Now you got uh, crypto. Did you ever get into crypto? No. You feel like you're a crypto guy. No, not even. No. Not even close. I'm not. I'm too frugal with my money to, to put it on. Uh, I always think of the Matthew McConaughey scene in Wolf of Wall Street where right. he, where Matthew tells uh, Leo, don't worry about the stock market. It's, it's pixie. It's fairy dust. It's a fugazi. Right. And, and the crypto is worse than that. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady lost millions in the collapse of the crypto of the cryptocurrency, um, which he served as an ambassador. New York Times reported Friday. Under the agreement, the retired NFL quarterback made with FTX, he received $30 million in now worthless stock. For his work pitching the company in television ads in his conference. In step with him at the time was then his wife, Giselle, who received $18 million in stock for the report. Jeez. Worthless. That's how Jake Paul or Logan Paul, one of them bought an NFT for $15 million. You don't know how much it's worth right now? 30000 I didn't understand that at all. <laughs> That's what I, I will tell you, I tried. Mm -hmm. I was going to buy some. It wasn't Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. But I was going to buy some crypto. It's really hard. That's why I didn't get into Bitcoin's a little bit more something you can actually do. But crypto, Kenya. I mean, you could buy the big like the Bitcoin. I, I, I know that those things are it's real tangible, but they're going to run out of mining. Like they're going to not be able to mine any of that stuff anymore. But the crypto and the NFT stuff, Fugazi, Pixie dust. No, thank you. Not for me. Closest thing I did to that was purchasing GameStop stock. I should have gotten no. on that. Hey, we got a movie, right? <laughs> yeah, Dumb movie? Did you make money in that? I should have. I, didn't, oh. I didn't do it fast enough. One of my friends did. He made so, How he, much did he make? He made like $15,000. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. How quickly? It was pretty fast. Yeah. yeah it was, it was yeah. pretty fast. And by the time he told me I was too late, and it was just, he was like, you should have listened to me when I first messaged. But this was happening over a couple of days. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You had to get in and get out. That movie's coming out. Mm -hmm. And now, that's some pretty big name actors, too. It does. Yeah. It has like... Um, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, Paul yeah. Dano, who is the Riddler and the Batman. Uh, a lot of good people in there. Yeah. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. I think Pete Davidson's in it. Yeah. I think Pete Davidson is in it. Yeah. Yeah. But now you got these three movies that are coming out. By the way, I got the uh, Turning 54 yesterday. I got my... I can sign up for AARP. Nice. Do we get movie discounts? I think so, yeah. Because now you got Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. You got Oppenheimer. I was about to say, in two weeks, that's what I was going to bring up to you. And you got Mission Impossible. You didn't even mention, see, Dave, you mentioned Indiana Jones. I was going to make the joke of, which one are you going to go see? Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible, or Barbie? Yeah. <laughs> Some people are doing the double feature of Barbie and Oppenheimer. I know a lot of dating people who are like, me and my girlfriend are going to go see Barbie. Then I'm going to go see Oppenheimer right after.
I think I'm going to oh, do that. Oh, see, that's the Schultz Christmas double feature. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. Like one time I saw, I think we did uh, Sherlock Holmes and Mission Impossible. Nice. In the keys, nonetheless. Nice. That's a good, that's a good double feature. Yeah. Uh, that's a real good double feature. So that's, we just sit there and wait for the next wait movie Wait for to the start. next one. Mm-hmm. Last year, or maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. I tried to do it and then and it sold out. Oh, uh, what were you going to go see? So you got, res- I forget, you had reserve seating. Oh. You buy the seats in reserve. Oh, okay. So I moved twice. And I was like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, no, it's going to be a big double feature on the 21st of July, or maybe even a triple feature if you want to see Mission Impossible in there as well. It's a long time in a the movie theater. It is. Yeah, and Oppenheimer's definitely three hours. Right. And then, and that dumb money is all about that. Oh, it's about okay. the GameStop. Oh, yeah, you haven't yeah, seen yeah. the previews of that? No, no, no. I saw the trailer with Seth Rogen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that looks like a that looks like a good movie. I'm going to see that for sure. Have you seen Indiana Jones yet? No. Are you going to? No. Why? I heard it wasn't good. I've heard the opposite. Oh, okay. Well, you know, Indy. I'm gonna say this, Dave. Indiana Jones wasn't my generation. I understand that. I'm I'm, I'm more hyped for Mission Impossible. I'm okay. definitely going to see that. All right. I got to see Tom Cruise jump off a cliff on a motorcycle. Right. She's got to. And I'm going to see Oppenheimer for sure. Nolan. I see all Nolan movies. Okay. So let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. I'm just making sure I understand this. Mm-hmm. All right. Indiana Jones was not your generation. Mm-hmm. Either was Oppenheimer. <laughs> but that's that's a Nolan movie. I can learn some stuff. It's real. I can learn some stuff about that. Got good acting, man. Killian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon. I'm going to see that. I'm not going. All right. I'm, I'm going to just be real with so you. So don't, don't tell me you're not going because, by the way, the first Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Was the same time as Oppenheimer. Look, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to just be real with you. Slightly pre-Oppenheimer. I'm not going to see 87-year-old Harrison Ford try to ride a motorcycle, do all these stunts when I know he cannot. I'm so just you're going to go see 60-year-old Tom, Tom Cruise do it. Heck yeah, because Tom Cruise Tom Cruise has some like some juju going on that has his body being able to take some of these hits. Tom Cruise jumped off a building, landed on his leg, broke his leg, and said, you know what? I can keep going. I'm going to see that guy. <laughs> Did you see Harrison Ford in the Star Wars movies? Dude couldn't walk. <laughs> like, I can't do that. I, he like, got killed. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to his death, he was like walking, like going to meet his son. He was just moseying along so slowly and gingerly. Felt so bad for him. I was like, why'd y'all call this man to be in this movie? Let him enjoy his life. Star Wars wasn't your generation either. You went to go see that. Wait. The prequels were my generation. Yeah, you forget there was the prequels that came out in 2000. What's you considering your prequel? Episode one, two, and three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they came out in the two. That, I remember going in the theater for, in 2000 to see uh, episode one where Darth Maul fought Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan. Right. Yeah, that's, that's my generation. People hate on those movies, but I love them. Okay. Mm-hmm. How see? old were you in 2000? Uh, six. That's your generation? Yeah. I was six uh. years old. <laughs> All right. All right. Not my generation. You're such a phony. <laughs> such a phony. We got a caller. All right. Who's this? This is Jay. Hey, Jay. Is he a phony? Yes. Uh, Thank you. Man of Minutes came out in 99, not 2000. But, uh, Good enough. It, yeah, Close was, enough. Yeah, I saw it in theaters in 2000. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, man. Some of the stuff he says, man, it makes me cringe. But look, uh, have a good one, and uh, thank you. Thanks, Jay. He called up just for that, just to call me just out, just to confirm, just to confirm you're not. Yeah, <laughs> Indiana Jones, 
not my generation. Oppenheimer, which was like two years later, technically. <laughs> your, in fact, the movie is basically set at the same time of the first Indiana Jones. The first... <laughs> That Same is a, thing. That is a real-life event, what happened with Oppenheimer. Indiana Jones is not a real-life event. I can't learn anything from that. I'm going to watch Oppenheimer and learn about, wow, this is what Oppenheimer did. Read a book. <laughs> I like I like those historical movies. We have Google now. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of books out. There's an older one about... Um, Paul Newman is in one. Same movie. Oh, okay. Let's see. What's that? I'm going to look that up right now. John Cusack is in there. Let's see. Oh, yeah, the 1989 film, Fat Man and the Little Boy. Fat Man and the Little Boy, yes. Mm -hmm. So one was the first bomb, one is the second bomb. Yep. Okay. Same movie. 1989? (laughs) Same thing. Wasn't even thought of. (laughs) You? Me. Not Not his generation. (laughs) Not my, No. Free, but I do like What's the movie? What's the snap? What's it say? You uh, see a, a summary of the movie? Oh, yeah. Assigned. Okay, here we go. Assigned to oversee the development of the atomic bomb, General Leslie Groves, Paul Newman, is a stern military man determined to have the project go according to plan. Groves selects J. Robert Oppenheimer, Dwight Schultz, the actor, as the key scientist on the top secret operation. But the two men clash fiercely on a number of issues. Despite their frequent conflicts, Groves and Oppenheimer ultimately push ahead with the two bomb designs, the bigger, the fat man, and the more streamlined, the little boy. Guess what their disagreements were? What? What do you think? Oh, we shouldn't do this? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's a great line in the movie where... It's in the trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Oppenheimer's telling Matt Damon, "Oh yeah, he's like there's a you know, like a one percent chance that this may destroy everybody." Mm-hmm. He's like, one? How about none? Oh, so I'm wondering. It's the same movie. Is Matt Damon playing the Paul Newman character? No, I don't know. Oh, okay, I don't know, I don't know that. No, 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 no. So, no. Paul Newman wants the bomb, right? In this thing, he's the general that's or the mm-hmm. colonel, whoever you said, trying to end the wars, right? Oppenheimer is the one building it. Right. And mm-hmm. then. Oh, no, he is. Matt Damon is playing Leslie Groves. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. Oh, OK. Yeah. Oh, all right. So maybe he was against it. Mm-hmm. No. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Maybe he went too far. See, this is why we got to watch the movie. Boom. <laughs> <sighs> Not my generation. It's hilarious. Right. <laughs> Did that really uh, ache you when I said that about Indiana Jones? Well, not when you only because you're going to go watch Oppenheimer. Yeah, and uh, also not your generation. And to put to put a little more just heat on it, I'm doing a double feature with my girlfriend to see in Barbie too. So <laughs> you're the one with the girlfriend, and I'm the one without. Mm-hmm. But why don't you go see Oppenheimer and she go see Barbie? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing what, <laughs> what, what my man Ryan Gosling's gonna do. I'm a Ryan Gosling fan. I gotta see what Gosling's doing in there. Because I like to poo-poo on him because I think he has a bad agent. He takes too many bad movie rules. Does he? Yeah, he does. You, are you telling me Ryan Gosling shouldn't have been Batman? Does he not look like oh. Batman? Come on, oh. man. Compared to who? Any of the guys they chose. <laughs> Pattinson? Oh. Like, oh, and I love yeah. Pattinson, but right. Gosling should have been Batman. But Gosling should have did some Hitman movies. So a, a, a grizzled detective who's trying to solve a murder. He should have done all I think that. They, I, think he was, I think he did that. I think he was in there in one of those. You, you might be thinking of Jake. Because Jake did that. He, Jake. He, Gyllenhaal? He was no, no. He was, uh, we'll look at it in a second. Let's yeah. take a timeout. We'll put a bow on it. All right, Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton, 
finishing up a fired up Friday afternoon sports chat after this. You're on a Led Zeppelin kick today? Yeah, just a little bit. This is, this is the second That's what one. happens when you show up at 2.58 and 26 seconds. <laughs> I started liking Led Zeppelin. Back after this. Although, did you see, like, the eight-year-old who did the uh, drum solo to this song? No. Not the drum up. solo. Did the drums. This well, this drumming is really hard. But that was, like, five, seven, five, six years ago. Maybe longer. Back after this, Dave Schultz, Lynn Burton, 103 to go. Getting a new mattress has never been so easy and affordable. At Home Furniture, with no money down, low payments, and up to 60 months special financing, you can get a Sealy as low as $38 a month, a Purple Mattress from $48 a month, Stearns & Foster just $50 a month, or a Tempur-Pedic only $52 a month. All in stock with no money down, low payments, and up to 60 months special financing, plus next day delivery. See store for details through Saturday at Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Hey y'all, my name is Tierra, and a little thing that I love about the Chick-fil-A Spicy Chicken Biscuit is that it has the perfect amount of spice to jumpstart my day. Whoever thought of it, thank you so much. Hi, my name is Robert, and a little thing I love about Chick-fil-A Spicy Chicken Biscuit is the biscuit. It reminds me of my grandma's homemade biscuit. It's always buttery and savory. Then you add the spices, instant classic. Order the Spicy Chicken Biscuit on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real Chick-fil-A guests pay for their testimonials. I'm attorney Gordon McKernan. I want to let you know that we have a local office in Lafayette that is able to handle your case with care and attention. After being in an accident, the last thing you want to do is travel. Our local hometown attorneys are here to ensure you receive the highest quality legal service and help get you the compensation you deserve. Reach out to our team of local attorneys to handle your case. Call us at 337-999-9999. Get Results may vary according to the facts of each case. Lafayette, LA 22-13-644. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashana now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle, and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just got to hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Pardon us while we butt in with a little common sense. 1033 The GOAT, the greatest sports talk of all time. Mean, mean 
So this is Rush, obviously, but it was Yoyaka when she was eight five years ago. Yeah, that was crazy. Did, did uh, good times, bad times. It was a great viral video because it's really offbeat, mm-hmm. right? It's not on one and two. The, the beat, yes. Yeah. It's a yeah. It's a really hard thing to do, and she's got a a step that is she can hit the thing and hit it two or three times. So it's pretty good. So you can check that out. It's uh, Andrew Yo-Yo on, on YouTube. She's got 229,000 uh, subscribers on YouTube. I have 317 locked on Sunbelt. All right. We did the Texas State thing today. 37 transfers. Oh. Nine of them are from Incarnate Word. Their over-under was four and a half. Jeez. That's going to be tough to get. They open up with Baylor. Jeez. 26 and a half point underdogs. They may surprise some teams. We'll see, though, because you got the kid. They have a little bit like this, too. They got the kid Malik Hornsby. Mm-hmm. So he's transferring from Arkansas. But they also have T.J. Finley. But someone's going to tell you, well, T.J. Finley didn't transfer to Texas State to sit. The thing is, do you go with the role of T.J. Finley because he's experienced? Or do you take it on the chin a little bit while you're breaking the kid? Mm. Does that sound a little bit like the Cajuns? A little bit. Outside of the transfer, yeah. you got Chandler Fields with the experience. The Zion Chris. To Zion Chris. Zion Chris. Zion Zion. No, you're right. It's Zion. Uh, it's to bad. break him in. And, you know, you may take it on the chin for a month. But, but now he's going to be set for the next year and a half. Yeah. Or maybe two and a half years. It's going to be interesting to see. And then we'll see when Ben Wildridge comes back. That's who I think is going to be the guy. For, for he, went to the, he went to the Manning Passing Academy, but yep. I still think he was banged up. That's who the... Just from in just from people that like I've heard, they like that guy. Ben Woolridge. Yeah. He's a real deal. Yeah. Too bad oh. he's hurt. What's that? Too bad he's hurt because he'd start the season, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. All right, great show. Good week to be back. Yes, sir. <sighs> All right. We will uh we got one more week here and then we're off to Nashville. And then we I mean we got Sunbelt, we got SEC Media Days mm-hmm. in uh in two weeks. Yep. A week from Monday, and then Sunbelt Media Day. Media Days. We'll be down there for both, Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm the last person standing because nobody else has, a, again, a Led Zeppelin kick. That's the, this is, this only played because I put this in yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, and so we'll be both at Sunbelt Media Days and SEC Media Days. So we look forward to that. Lafayette Roofing, along with uh, Dwight Andrus, subsidiary of Hub. Shout out uh, to them. Yeah. Hub International uh, helping us out with that. All right, special thanks to our guests, uh, Larry Broadway from the Pirates. Uh, we had Lindsey Crosby, Lockdown Farm. And we had Mike Gittens from The War Report. All right, thanks to uh, Lyndon Burton for doing a bang-up job. Glad you came back from Vegas Alive. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great weekend. Keep it tuned in to 103.3 The Goat. The Dell Technologies Black Friday in July event has arrived with limited quantity deals on top tech to power any fashion. Save on select XPS PCs and more powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Plus, get savings on select monitors and accessories, free shipping, and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Save today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Offered to U.S. residents by WebBank, who determines qualifications for and terms of credit. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I'm looking for fuel injector cleaner. Right now, buy a bottle of Chevron Tecron Complete Fuel System Cleaner and get one free. Only at AutoZone.
Will it also help with my mileage? Get everything you need to restore your performance in MPGs. Wait, is it good for trucks too? Whatever vehicle you have, you can find the right products and parts at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year. Which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Extra crispy. Coming up from Piggly Wiggly. Love fried chicken? Well, do you want it the crispiest it can get? Here are a few tips to get you there. First, tenderize it using a needle tenderizer and then brine it. That'll keep it juicy. Add a little cornstarch to your flour. And after you dredge it, make sure you push the flour mixture in real hard. I mean, put all your weight into it. Make it stick to that meat. And you might want to fry it twice. First, blanch it about 275. And then after it cools, finish frying it. Do all this, and you should wake the neighbors when you bite into your next drumstick. For more great ideas, visit GoToThePig.com. Check out the crazy eight deals at your locally owned and operated Piggly Wiggly. This week, USDA 73% lean ground beef, $2.88 a pound. Chicken wings, $1.88 a pound. And extra large white or red seedless grapes, $1.88 a pound. In Cecilia, Church Point, Appaloosa's Rain, and Scott. Prices good through July 11th. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 TQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. We are And here's what you need to know. Major League Baseball, Texas Rangers outfielder Adolis Garcia and Baltimore Orioles outfielder Austin Hayes were named as American League All-Star injury replacements, replacing Aaron Judge and Mike Trout, respectively. We do have three games in action as we speak. Rays on top of the Braves, 1-0. They're in the middle of the second inning. Phillies and Marlins scoreless in the first. Blue Jays and Tigers are scoreless in the second. A couple of games start to get going in the next few minutes. Cubs and Yankees will square off in the Bronx. Rangers and Nationals in D.C. Royals and Guardians will face each other in Cleveland. Athletics and Red Sox in Boston. PGA Tour J- uh, Commissioner Jay Monahan announced he will return to his duties on July 17th after dealing with a recent medical situation, noting that his health has improved.